All right, that was the voice there of the Premier Soccer League there with the Chairman Ivan Koza. That was yesterday, um, and the Danny Jordan one was from today. So just to put clarity as far as that is concerned, there was no meeting uh, between the two bodies today. Uh, but, yeah, a, a decision and a definitive one has been taken by the mother body. I do believe that it will be one or two press conferences tomorrow. We'll get clarity on that. We'll let you know uh, who will be conducting what press conference and where and what the um, what the relevance of that will be now as we know that the coronavirus has has gotten us all freaking out from fans media players everyone and it's it's quite understandable though we miss the action i guess more so because the league was just starting to heat up not only here but internationally as well and we're starting to put together the puzzle of who's uh, clinching the title the relegation battle was uh, getting a bit messier and messier every 90 minutes but hey, in heeding the president's call to prohibit events of over 100 people, we saw what the PSL uh, said as far as the chairman is concerned, top of the week, saying that the league is suspended for this week. Uh, Safa 2 came out saying that, well, let's stop this safety first. The minister, however, came out and said, nope, you can go ahead, play behind closed doors. And even today, go ahead and play. Now, with all of this, he said, she said kind of vibe, that the game is going on. The big question is, is playing behind closed doors really the answer? Is it the precise crisis plan for our beautiful game? Uh, let's try and get down to the bottom of all of this. Because as I mentioned, everyone has to be very, very cautious. And let's go to Dr. Tulani Ngwenye. That's uh, the SAFA, South African Football Association Chief Medical Officer. Doc, good evening. Welcome to MSW. Good evening, Rob, and good evening to all your MSW um, listeners. So great to have you on the line because no greater clarity can be achieved than having somebody within the medical fraternity also dealing and pertaining to sport and football as your position does derive. When you yeah. heard yesterday from the minister saying that the guys can go ahead, they can play behind closed doors, what went through your mind? Sure. I I actually thought maybe um, there is something that perhaps that I'm missing, but I was not uh, really sure um, if uh, the the medical commission at uh, at PSL led by um, uh, Dr. Pillay uh, has been really consulted on this matter. So I was really not um, not not. Uh, happy about about that but at the end of the day they are leaders who need to respect what they, they they views and were you able to then consult from the medical perspective dr pillay from the premier soccer league to establish whether or not he had been consulted well i did i spoke lee is a good brother we are colleagues we talk from time to time about a lot of matters, both at SAFA and how we can improve our football going forward. Yes, I spoke to him, and then he said uh, there's a meeting tomorrow. So on, on, in that meeting, that's when perhaps he's going to raise all these views. And he, he assured me that um, he's aware of what is actually happening, and uh, he's also fully behind the fact that uh, we need to go for prevention and we need to take uh, drastic measures in making sure that this pandemic doesn't really come and become an epidemic in our country. Mm. 
because if something doesn't work elsewhere in the world, and, and I'm talking about playing football behind closed doors, you know, for me, the question was, what would make us so special that if we played behind closed doors, the players, I mean, I can even think of one Wayne Rooney saying, don't use us as guinea pigs. Uh, he made that very public. And other players who've been affected worldwide have been affected. So it, it doesn't make players gods. It doesn't make them, uh, you know, one of those kind of people that don't get affected. They, they do one way or the other. And the kind of sport that football is, Doc, and correct me if I'm wrong, lends itself to that. You can tell people superficially don't shake hands at the beginning of a game, but you know somebody scores, somebody does this, there's almost immediate contact because that's what human nature does. So what would the benefits have been for us having to play behind closed doors? Sure. I I, I am not sure, Rob, what would be the benefit, honestly, given the situation. I'm glad that you touched on the fact that football is is a contact sport driven by emotions and adrenaline. We involve pulling, pushing, hugging, and celebrating. And uh, there's also a habit of spitting, by the way, on the ground. And, uh, you know, and and, and also um, uh, um, blowing your nose. So um, the risk then becomes a bit much. There's, you know, with football in the dressing room, the singing, clucking, touching, and those are the habits. That's 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 football. That's how it is. And those those you cannot really change overnight. So it makes then the risk become more if you consider all those factors. Mm. So from your perspective. And what you would have written was, I do believe that uh, you kind of immediately wrote a letter to the South African Football Association president, uh, you know, just stressing out from your opinion, your concerns as well. And you were calling for uh, an immediate uh, holding back of all footballing activities. Would I be correct in maybe just paraphrasing uh, what you said? Um, well, I did not write a letter per se to the South president, but what I did, I, I called to convene with him an agent meeting together with the with the CEO uh, to say to say that um, it is my responsibility as the chief medical officer of South African Football Association to actually advise the the mother body in terms of this and the possible impacts in the population of South Africa. So, uh, unfortunately, as a medical doctor. Uh, we do an oath when we get our our certificate. So it was an ethical responsibility and a medical responsibility that I needed to do. Unfortunately, it may seem unpopular, but for us as medics, the health and safety of our patients, in this case, which are footballers, it comes first. All right. If, if you don't mind, uh, Doc, I'm going to ask you just to stay on the line. I need to take a quick spot break and I'll come back and we'll talk about issues uh, pertaining to social distancing, because I think also from a medical fraternity uh, perspective, it's one of the things that I need to get clarity from as far as you're concerned and your understanding and make us understand uh, what uh, the social distancing factor is all about. We're chatting to the doctor there. He's South African Football Association Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Tulani Nguenya. All of that happening after this. Mr. Marawa, I fully understand the reasons why they suspend and cancel some of the event. Everyone understands. But uh, can they unpack uh, the solution after? Like uh, when the PSL assume, are they going to end the league or are we going to continue? Can they please unpack that? Tepo Oscar Langa, Ramukaba Mukopan.
Good evening, Bamara, Kuluman is Bongelino, Kamkwanam Kaimachafene, Bamara, Gitabangoting, a passiveness, a sickness, and Jenga Manje. Jungo Vesselu Minister, Woody, we must go ahead. Gitabanga Ukuti, Urach, Umaungati, we are Pegam Dalunisi, Selaim Ningakulus, Gawas, which is Bambu Moyanje, Bada, Lebafana, behind closed doors. Italy last of last week, Begdala. ETP Nkulugabi Juventus ne Inter kodwa kwangekho ma support ayakwazi ukuthi adlalwa igame yazi yaphela ngicathi nathi singakwazi ukubamba umoya for the time being sizwe sivera Hey Robert Maraba it's Ugwazi from Durban I think it's a complicated issue because Safa can say let's stop playing but now there's a lot of permutations to consider like the leader log leaders like who's going to get relegated or must be the season be scrapped all over and then start again next season also the players contracts as well some have signed pre-contracts well that if the season is like scrapped will that fall over to the next year as well would the players want that there's a lot in stakes at stake that's why they have to go uh, go about it think about it and then come back with resolutions not just haphazardly stop because Safa said they must stop they're running a business All right, I see in front of me the SABC News uh, saying SAA cancels 162 flights. That is a business. And I'm referring to the previous uh, voice note that has just spoken. That's a business. They're canceling those flights. They're not canceling them because they deem that what they're doing to be just fun. Of course, they're going to be at a loss. Everybody's going to be at a loss. Other leagues are considering, in Germany and other parts of the world, they're considering whether to make, if there are 20 teams, to make it 22 teams. If there are 18, to make it 20, etc. So that there is an incorporation of clubs that were going to come through from the lower division to come up into the um, premiership division, etc. People are, are talking about plans. They're not talking about fighting the fact that this is a problem and games need to be called off. The behind closed doors thing is a debate that is not even a debate. It's done. You know, there, there is no debating that. I've got a doctor uh, who is on the line. He's a trained medic. He knows he's done his research and he knows all about it. He says we need to save lives and players are, uh, those are lives. Those aren't robots. Dr. When I went to the break, and again, thank you so much for your patience. The issue around social distancing, what can you tell us about that and what that means? Um, Social distancing, it means, well, the state president said we must make sure that we are about a meter away from a person that is coughing and and sneezing. Um, It effectively means that uh, we must keep the distance. Remember, coronavirus is not airborne, but it's through a direct contact of the droplets that come from the sneezing of an infected person. So in in, in this situation, um, we know that that um, the COVID-19, it has an incubation period of about 2 to 14 days in a human body before it actually starts um, showing symptoms. Research has, has, has said that before a person become, can infect the next after showing uh, signs and symptoms. However, there's a new research that is coming now that is actually saying that people become 
actually infected even when they are they can infect others even when they are not shown symptoms then that becomes a problem and in this case we cannot really achieve social distancing in football being contact sport so we have we are we are dealing with a serious risk because People have to mark each other. People have to interact with with each other. You cannot stop uh, a person from sneezing when they are next to you. So you cannot stop a person from coughing when they are next to you. So those are are all the issues that we really need to consider before we take a decision. But at the end of the day, we need to go with what government is saying, to say social distancing, because the issue here is not a, a... the, 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 the COVID-19 at the moment, but the issue is the spread of COVID-19 because should it spread, and uh, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to have capacity to deal to deal with it because as it stands, two days ago I had uh, two athletes uh, from China, that are playing in China. Uh, mm-hmm. They haven't been to China since last year, November, uh, but then they came to me for me to actually test them if they have uh, the virus or not. They were completely asymptomatic. I spoke to the team to say, no, they are asymptomatic. But they said, no, they insisted that I need to test. I did a swap, and then I sent to Lancet. Lancet rejected to say, we cannot test a person who is asymptomatic who doesn't, who hasn't had any contact. So we, ha- we have got limited number of tests. And then I called the virologist, and I explained myself and my situation. And they were clear that there's a protocol from government to say we've got limited um, uh, tests. We cannot just test anyone. So that then tells you that should we have a number of cases increasing in our country with uh, with suspected uh, COVID-19, we are going to have a serious problem. That I'm talking because with, with football as a contact sport, should we have one uh, player being infected with COVID-19, we're going to have a problem because then the whole 12, I mean, 11 plus 11, 22 players playing are at risk. The people taking care of both teams together with the the reserves are at risk. And these people are family people. Maybe they are two, three in the household. And maybe a person is from a a place that is heavily congested like uh, K-Flats. Then what happens? So if one, if, if one, if the infected person spreads it to the neighbor and the neighbor, the friend, then imagine a situation where uh, the whole of Alexandra has COVID-19 or suspected to have COVID-19. What is going to happen in Gauteng? Without a doubt. Uh, never mind, Doc, given the issue around referees. Referees come through, they, you know, they, they, they confront in a heated situation a player who's arguing that he shouldn't be getting a yellow card or something. Invariably, yeah. there is sputum, there's spit, there's all mm. of those things that are likely to be exchanged or land in the next person's eye or mouth or face or whatever the case might be. You know, even yeah. a, a referee who is there to try and convene a game True. is a possibility. True. Yes, everyone, everyone. So everyone. Th- that that is why I'm trying to figure out then in the totality of things why people would think that playing behind closed doors is a is a, is a, is a great idea, and and that is the and one that we continue to grapple with, Doc. 
Yeah, we we all we all trying to come up with answers, and uh, the most unfortunate thing we can really not talk on behalf of our colleagues or our seniors who have uttered such. They sh- they could be reasons, but uh, I want to say from I can't really uh, mention much about what is is happening and the dynamics thereof. But where I can speak from authority, from mm. the medical perspective, and with the responsibility that I have as the chief medical officer officer of South African Football Association that playing at any level, whether closed doors, whether 2v2, whether training, there is a risk. Doc, if you don't mind, I'm told I need to just take a quick one and I'll be back to wrap up our conversation. And if you do have a question that you want to ask the doc, 0605842250, that's the WhatsApp voice note number. Well, it's, uh, what, six minutes uh, to the hour. Uh, Dr. Tulani Nguenya is the chief medic at the South African Football Association. He joins me on the line uh, to thrash out from a medical perspective what all of this means. And, uh, you know, big terms like social distancing, what that means, playing behind closed doors, uh, what that means, and obviously the repercussions as far as uh, uh, football is concerned. Everybody, uh, Doc, I don't, I don't know if this falls into the medical sphere, but everybody yeah. kind of talks about something around about the 4th of April when things should be reconsidered or reconvene. I, I don't know what, what it is. is. Is there a specific yeah. reason as far as maybe you've worked out as to why that particular time? Um, in, in terms of reviewing everything on the 4th of April, and COVID-19 is uh, self-limiting. Usually if 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 people take the necessary precaution uh, in terms of the transmission and in terms of the number of cases that we see, it's definitely going to go down. If we, That's why we are actually saying let there be no, that is why the president was saying let there be no um, so, uh, mass gathering. Because if we can uh, achieve the uh, effect that there is no transmission, then because of, of, of COVID-19 being self-limiting, it heals, but there is no specific treatment for it. It heals by its own. Uh, if you stay at home, uh, rest, drink a lot of water, it should actually be able to, the, the immune system should be able to deal with it. It becomes a problem when you are immunocompromised, whether diabetes, or HIV, you know, whether asthma, whether TB, just to mention a few. So the 14th, the 14th, the 4th of, of April, we are saying let us review in if we have taken uh, correctly all the precautions that the state president has mentioned. Let us review then now in two weeks time how is the situation, how the situation would be in the country and then we can then make an informed decision because we can't really preempt, we, we do not know what will happen between now and the 4th of April. could be better, it could be worse, but we are saying let's give ourselves a chance to review in two weeks time that makes perfect sense because my understanding again and this is from what's been happening down here in in kwazulu natal is that on the 5th of march if you remember again doc uh, the 38 year old uh, man from hilton who was obviously the very yes. first case of coronavirus yes. that was confirmed um i, I do yeah. believe from the reports that are coming through that even the kzn premier was saying that that patient is now uh, ready to go home which kind of yes goes in line with what you've just said that uh, give it time let it clear don't don't complicate it no no 
No, we and, don't. And I suppose that, that that time period makes sense, though, doesn't it? Yeah. For everybody then to yeah. come back, give or take, around about the fourth of April to look at whether the numbers have gone up or gone down. Yes. Yes. What would that's your what, immediate? What, what would your immediate? guide be in in the two minutes that we have to all south africans at this time we all love soccer doc i've spoken to you uh, you know in times when you had to deal in egypt with you know issues of heat and what that meant for the players back there uh, we we here now having to deal with something that is a pandemic worldwide what what did you tell yeah. south africans what what did your advice be unsolicited question to you just your address in two minutes to the public. Okay. Um, what I'd like to say is that um, COVID-19 is highly infectious. And um, be, being it, uh, uh, since it's highly infectious, we need to try and find a way of, not, of allowing it not to spread or of curbing it from spreading. Therefore, it is very important and vital that we, we, we actually listen and uh, follow what the state president has said in terms of the precautionary measures that are put into place. Because the president had said that he has consulted, and in, their, in his consultation, he consulted the minister of health, who is also a doctor himself. So we need to really try and, 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 follow, and follow that. But the most important thing is that uh, you need to check at the signs if you have fever, you need to check if you've got uh, shortness of breath, you need to check if you are coughing and sneezing, but it's not that alone. If you've got that and you've got history of contacting a person that has a confirmed case, please try and call your doctor urgently, ASAP, because the doctor will then advise and tell you what you need to do. But over and above that, Rob, I need to say that we love football. We are in football to make a difference. We are in football because we want to see our football getting to another level. And that can never be achieved if we don't work together. So we need to work together. At the same time, make sure that as medics, the players' health and everyone around us comes first. Absolutely, Doc. I want to thank you so, so very much indeed. Clarity all round, and we'll call upon your wisdom if and when we get stuck with all of these issues because we are bound to. We are not trained like yourself. We're not in this field like you are. And I think you've given us some really great clarity on so many of these issues. Dr. Tulan Ngwenya, South African Football Association Chief Medical Officer, I want to thank you so much for joining us on MSW. Thank you, thank you very much, Rob. Thanks. All right. Thanks so much to the doc. Wow. Okay. I'll read some of your tweets. We'll take some of your uh, reaction on voice notes, but we'll continue. Uh, it is a Wednesday. It is soccer nights. Thank you so much for being part of the journey. We'll continue after, after the news because, yo, I don't know if it's good or bad news. Amanda Machaka.